go out there and they try to go to a too big of an area, they throw a lot of money at it, don't get the return, and then they give up. And the reality is they were almost there. They, they just, with a couple tweaks, could have seen better results. If you give up too soon, you've lost anything that you put into it. I'm Maud Leger, and this is the Realtors Conspiracy Podcast, where we crack the code to real estate success. Learn from top realtors, entrepreneurs, and innovators about how to grow your business as we discuss real estate success stories, mindset, processes, motivations, and the key to their success. Check out our podcast episodes every Monday to crack the code to success for your real estate business. This week, I'm speaking with Ryan Smith from Launch Your Farm. Ryan explains how geofarming is not just sending a postcard to a neighborhood. It's about building a strong foundation with a clear strategy and offering value. So to find out key actions to successfully get more leads from farming, let's get to my chat with Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. It's an honor to have you today and to share your knowledge with us. So tell us before we jump right in, how can realtors stay on top of their game? I would say farming. That's my number one answer. Uh, we can dive in more on how to do that, but I think really staying focused and being really intentional with what you do. And we can dive in how we can do that through farming as we go yeah. through this chat. So tell us about how to be intentional with your farming. That's a really good one. Yeah, so I think one of the big things when it comes to farming is really rethinking how agents see farming. Because a lot of times when we hear the word farming and we hear geographic farming, if we've never done it before or if we've done it in the past, we think about it as it's postcards and door knocking. And the reality is one of the things I teach and, and explain to agents is that that is a strategy you can use in farming, but it really isn't the core fundamentals of what farming is about. So one way to really stay above it is understand really what those fundamentals are. And one of the things I, I share all the time is I, I call it CPR, which is community positioning and relationships. And when you reframe how you see farming, you can see more opportunities. You can really reshape how you do a geographic farm with new strategies, new approaches, when you understand those fundamentals of the CPR. Yeah, that's a really good point. A lot of agents strictly go, farming is postcard. So now you're expanding that knowledge and implementing other strategies in there. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to tell us more about the, the CPI? Sure. Community? Yeah, so the, the, the community positioning relationship is really, like I said, is the kind of foundation of what farming should be about. And I start with the community first because it really is the most important part. So when it comes to farming, you start with the community that you're going to serve, whether that's 200 homes, 2,000 homes, 20,000 homes. You have to have a community that you are going to target. It could be condo buildings. It could be a certain part of your neighborhood. It could be a north end of town, whatever it looks like. You have to figure out who the community you're going to serve is and then put them first. And so many agents, again, go, I go back to what a lot of agents have done in the past is they've made farming about being transactionally based and about being about themselves. And really the key to a good farm is putting the people that you're serving first. So you put the community ahead of your own needs. You put the community that you're serving in the forefront and then it now again opens up new opportunities then you learn to position yourself which is the p which is you position yourself as the expert and the ambassador and sometimes those two things tie in perfectly sometimes you do two different things to do that but you need to be the expert now it doesn't mean you have to have had the most amount of sales you could never even sold a home in the neighborhood before but you have to learn to position yourself as an expert and that could be community-based. It could be information-based. It could be, uh, you know, the things that are happening, like the nightclubs and the life, nightlife and the foods and the restaurants or the things to do in the community. But really, you need to learn to position yourself as that expert. And then, again, coming back to that 
ambassador role, you need to give back and be that person who's kind of the champion and, and, and fighting for that community you serve. And when you do that, then you build relationships. And then when you do that correctly, those relationships will either build new relationships or you'll strengthen the relationships you have. And then you go back and when you have that in mind, then you can layer in all different strategies that will help you help with the community, help position yourself and how to, and help build relationships. Then you can throw in kind of like a recipe of different things and try different strategies to help build that up. But when you understand that kind of core fundamental, it allows you to kind of have the building blocks in place first. Yeah, that's amazing. That's very well put, very clear and easy to understand. It's a path yeah. to <laughs> how can do you have any tips and tricks for realtors to pick an area like how like you talk about either condos or an area how yeah. do you do that brainstorming with them sure so the good thing it's a good thing and a bad thing is that there's no one size fits all answer when it comes to choosing a farm and i wish i could wave a magic wand and say this is the perfect farm for every person and the reality is it's going to depend on each person and one of the things i always tell agents to start with is your budget because that's going to dictate, I literally just had a call just before we jumped on here with someone who was asking the same thing. And you have to choose an area and it, that you're going to focus on based on your budget. So that's your time and your money, not just a financial budget. So what strategies am I going to do? How much is that going to cost me? How often am I going to do what I'm going to do? When you do that, then you can choose an area based on some other factors as well, like competition, turnover rates, price points, demographics, interests, connections you've got. So there's a lot of things you want to take into consideration when choosing a farm. And there's no pick this number of homes in this area and that, that's the right thing. So it comes down to starting with that, that the, the budget and the strategies you're going to do, and then you can build off of that. Yeah. And what do you tell realtors once they start an area and a strategy, and then two or three months later, they want to change area or change? <laughs> yes. Well, how do you deal with that? <laughs> That's a, our second most common question we get asked is, or the thing we see all the time is that agents give up too soon and they, they give up because they don't see the results. They yeah. give up because they may not have applied the right strategies. They may not have really figured out what works. And I always say it's better to start small than it is to go big. And I say it's better to scale up than it is to scale back. So I'd rather see you pick a smaller area and use that kind of as your laboratory or like a testing grounds where you can try different things, get your kind of ducks in a row and figure out the the, the little things that, that you need to have in, in line with before you scale up. Cause I've seen a lot of agents go out there and they try to go to a too big of an area. They throw a lot of money at it, don't get the return. And then they give up. And the reality is they were almost there. They, they just, with a couple tweaks could have seen better results. So it's better to start that small area, really figure things out and then say, okay, Hey, this worked. This didn't work. I like this. I didn't like that. And then to start to scale up. If you give up too soon, you've lost anything that you put into it. And that's where I hear agents all the time. They say, well, I, I tried farming. I say, there's no trying farming. You're, you're either farming or you're failing at it because you, you're not, you don't, farming is a long-term commitment. It's like, you don't try to plant a, a tree. You plant it, you do the work, you water it, you come back and you, see, you wait for the time for it to, to grow. If you just go out there and try things, you're not going to see the results and you're not going to get the, the same thing that you could have if you were committed. Now, there are things you can do that will absolutely speed up that process. There's things you can do to get better results. And that's the things that I, I teach agents and then show them how to, to do that. But you have to make a commitment and it has to be a, a long-term commitment. Just like a real plant, there's a time to plant, there's a time for it to grow and there's a time for the harvest and you have to be willing to, to kind of work through that. Work and be consistent, continue. Yes, 100%. That's one of the About two months later. Yeah, yeah. totally.
Nice. What? Let's talk about door knocking. Um, how much door knocking should agents be doing? What about those who don't like door knocking? What can sure. Door knocking is one of those things that is uh, you're on either side of the coin where people either love it or hate it. I'm a big fan of it, but if you don't want to do it, then don't do it. And and one of the things that I I'm a firm believer in is that you should do things that you enjoy. And going back to the budget, that's one of the, the elements of a budget that a lot of people don't take into account is your energy. So I talk all the time when I talk about budget, it's financial budget, time and energy budget. And if you're going to do things that you absolutely hate doing, if you're going to get up and hate cold calling or hate door knocking and you just don't like it, then don't make it part of your, your strategies. If it's something you enjoy, now there are, I'll back up and say that there are things that you probably should push through and try to get a little uncomfortable doing. And because a lot of people have tried door knocking, but with the wrong approach and they didn't enjoy it, but door knocking can absolutely be an amazing part of a farm because it creates face-to-face -face contact. It helps build relationships. It shows you're out there and you're building relationships in a different way that a postcard could never do, or a billboard could never do, or an ad in the paper could never do that face-to-face -face contact will absolutely help. Now, yeah. adding to that, the, the right approach at the door versus the wrong approach takes the same amount of energy for me to walk up to the door, door knock on the door, ring the doorbell. And with a right approach with the right offer will beat anyone who comes up with the wrong approach. So there's, there's effort that you need to do, but there's the right effort and the right effort will make the difference in getting much better results. Very cool. I love it. And then I was going to ask you actually from right approach, do you have any scripts? Like, do you help realtors figure out what do they say when the person opens up the door? <laughs> yeah. And I think it comes down to the key to that is really coming with value first. And again, so many agents show up at the door trying to sell themselves or try to sell how great they are or that they've got a home for sale or they're looking to see if someone's looking to make a move. And one of the big things that I teach is really coming from contribution and coming with value first. So if you're going to show up at the door and you're going to interrupt someone's day, you better have something of value or a reason to, 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 to have the door there or have someone open the door that's going to make someone want to actually engage with you. If yeah. you're there just saying, hey, you think about making a move is not enough it's not an exciting enough thing or just to say, Hey, we just sold a home in the neighborhood. Are you thinking we'll make a move is just not enough. So you have to have something that's valuable. It may not be valuable to everyone, but it has to have something of value. And I, I use the example all the time that if I go to a, a store and they tell me, um, Hey, if you go online and fill out the survey, you'll have a chance to win a hundred dollar gift card. Well, that to me is not as exciting enough. It's not valuable enough. If someone says, Hey, if you go online and fill a survey out, you'll get $5 off your next purchase. That's more valuable to me because it's tangible and I can go say, okay, if I do that, I'm going to get $5 and I'll be able to spend that. You have to think about your, your promotions and, and your marketing that way. And that it has to be value to the person for them to want to respond. They're not going to give you their name and their phone number, email address, if there's no value to them. If, if you create something of value that is interesting to them, they will want to do that. You have to understand what are those triggers and what's going to make people want to do that when you understand those then it becomes easy to start layering in value ads that will get people to put their hand up and, and get that information makes sense do you have like three examples of value that yeah with in the past so one of the big ones that we do is uh that's when we did our own farm we did neighborhood home price report so we did a monthly report that shows you what homes sell for what ha what's happening in the market each month and it wasn't just a average number of homes and average days on market it was more detailed information yeah. That's a great one. Uh, a newsletter is another good one. So, but a good community-based newsletter is a great reason to get people to put their hand up. And you explain that it's not just real estate stats or information. It's information that's relevant to the people that you're serving. And then a Facebook group is another great one that people 
if you if you're willing to do it is to create a facebook group for the community and add value to that show what's going on and get people to join it that way those are three easy things you can do that will bring value to the community that still gives, gives you an opportunity to communicate and build relationships yeah that's amazing because then now you're mixing up door knocking printing and social media so you're exactly to your strategy exactly, exactly. yeah cool what's the best advice you've ever given a realtor when it comes to farming specifically yeah. is just do it you, you got to commit to doing it and the starting point is the biggest part and I've, I've i've coached lots and lots of agents i've trained lots of agents and all of them have great ideas but they never really go out there and get it executed and the, it's just like a seed if you don't plant it you're not going to get the results so you have to be committed to taking that action and start the next one would be come from value and when you when you have that mind shift chains change it changes how you do farming and it's not about beating your chest it's not about saying how great you are it's not about branding your face and how awesome you are it's about coming from contribution and adding value and the more value you can add the more likely you are going to do to be to do business if you go out there and just try to tell more people that you're awesome and you sell more homes than anyone it's it may work but it's not going to get the best results and you're not going to have an easier time it'll be just constantly trying to sell yourself all the time so there's easier ways to do it you just have to be willing to do that I love it. This is so great. Where do we find you? Where can we share your information? Awesome. The, the easiest way is to my website is launcherfarm.com. That's kind of the central hub and you can find I have a show myself. So I have an interview show. I've done 77 episodes this week. Uh, so I interview agents about geographic farming. I've got courses on there. There's blogs and resources and tools that agents can use. So launcherfarm.com would be the, the best way to kind of get started and find out what we're up to. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks for sharing so much tips and tricks and advice. And I'm sure a lot of realtors will get a lot out of this. Awesome. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining. Subscribe to our podcast, Realtors Conspiracy, today.